When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. Let's talk about the Colts and the Patriots, all brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Been my dentist the last 28 years, I kid you not. He is going to be a great ambassador toward your improved dental health. Give him a call, 317-849-2933. As you would expect coming off a bye week with two teams that are relatively healthy, the injury report, very, very clean for the Indianapolis Colts. Bobby Okereke, he was out with an illness today. He projects to be back for Saturday night's game. And for the uh, Patriots, they've got a backup left tackle who didn't practice today, also because of an illness. We assume that those are not COVID because neither player was put on the COVID list. Ryan Kelly, limited today because of conditioning. He's just come off the COVID list today. Kylan Granson, he was limited for a personal matter. I don't know what that means. The Patriots had nine players who were limited today. Everybody looks like they're going to be full go on Saturday night. What a ball game this is going to be. The latest in a rivalry that has produced really good games. The top five games in the history of this rivalry. Let's run them down, shall we? Number five, 1995. This is just because I love that team. I love the Colts team in 1995. They go to the playoffs with a kind of a mediocre record. They just kind of scoot in at the end of the season in large part because they beat the Patriots twice, 10-7 to and 24-10. to This is a team that then went to San Diego and Kansas City, came back to throngs of fans celebrating the victory at the Indianapolis International Airport before then going to Pittsburgh, playing in the AFC Championship, losing in in one of the most thrilling AFC Championship games in NFL history. Just a great team, came together at the right time. This is a team that people point to when you have a season like this one for the Colts. They point to 95 and say, see, you can kind of get going. If you can get on a roll and you can run the football, you can go deep into the playoffs. We'll see if that happens for the Colts. Anyway, those two games in 1995, I'm going to ball into one, and we're going to call that uh, number five. Number four, 
2005. There was no drama here. Coming off the playoff loss to the Patriots in the first round of the 2004 playoffs, in 2005, the Colts went to work. This is possibly the best Colts team that we've had since the franchise moved to Indianapolis. Edger and James was really, really good that night or that during that game. 34 carries, 104 yards and a touchdown. Peyton Manning, 28 of 37 for 321, three touchdowns and a pick. Marv, Reggie, uh, Marv had nine catches, 128 yards. Reggie had nine catches, 124 yards. Marv got into the end zone twice. Reggie got into the end zone once. This was a throttling 40 to 21. I remember this being a whole lot of fun. I love drama-free football. And that game was drama-free football. Colts, Patriots loved that game in 2005. Number three, in 2008, an 18-15 regular season affair that went to the Colts. Colts won this game also. Um, Pats went for two in the third quarter, missed, and it really wound up costing them. Adam Vinatieri with a game-winning 52-yard field goal with 8.05 left. An eight-play Pats drive that followed really helped the Colts kill the clock. Very, very nice. Tom Brady didn't play that day, but that doesn't make any damn difference. You beat the Patriots, you beat the Patriots. We like beating the Patriots. 2009, this was a great game that I was at at Lucas Oil Stadium. This was phenomenal. I love this game, the number two game of all time between these two rivals. 35-34, the Colts win. The Patriots led this thing 31-14 early in the fourth quarter and 34-21 with 4-12 left. Joseph Adai cut the lead to seven with a, uh, right? With a, uh, or cut it to six with 2.23 left. And then, uh, or hit, no, 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 no. Uh, Adai, they took the lead with 2.20. No, they, right, they cut it to seven or six. And, and then you had the fourth and two where Belichick blanked. Belichick on his own 28, they throw it to Falk. Melvin Bullitt gets the stop. And Belichick, after the game, was asked about it and has been asked about it since. And he said, well, we didn't think we could stop Manning. So we wanted to take matters into our own hands, get the first down, and by doing that, run out the clock. They were unable to do it. The Colts took over with 2.08 left. And four plays later, they're in the end zone. A uh, Just a, a great game, man. Unbelievable what the Colts were able to do that night in downtown Indianapolis. And then the number one, the all-time, the greatest game in the history of this rivalry. Uh, the Colts win this game 38-34. The AFC Championship game at the end of the 2006 season. The Colts trailed. 21-3 in this game. Dan Klecko, a backup offensive lineman, had a touchdown catch. Joseph Dye, a touchdown with a minute left. And then Marlon Jackson, an interception to seal the deal. The Colts go to the Super Bowl. They win it. And we all remember Bob Lamy's call of the Marlon Jackson interception. Just a fun, another phenomenal game in the history of this series. Those are the top five all-time contests between these two teams. Not, again, number five in 1995, both games, both wins. 2005, 40-21 Colts, that's number four. Number three, 2008, 18-15 Colts. 
2009, 35-34. Colts in the AFC... uh, uh, No, that was a regular season game. And then in 2006, actually January of 2007, the AFC championship game that the Colts won 38-34. The one of these games that I went to and enjoyed the living hell out of is the one I keep goofing up from 2009. 2009, what a crackpot season that thing was. Colts undefeated after 14 games. Game 15, they play against the Jets. They got the damn thing won. And all of a sudden, Jim Caldwell, because Bill Pullian told him to, pulls starters like Peyton Manning. Peyton's hot, Brackett's hot, everybody's hot. Because you know with a chance to go undefeated, you got a chance to make history and set yourself up forever monetarily. And the Colts took the bullet that day to relieve pressure, which is absolutely nonsensical. That was Bill Polian at his worst. Bill Polian did a lot of great things as the general manager of the Colts. That night was an absolute disaster for the Colts. Uh, just a terrible decision. Uh, you know, losing on purpose just doesn't feel right. And you could tell... Peyton Manning, with his helmet on, on the sidelines as Curtis Painter went into the game, was furious. Looked like, you know what, the hell with it. I'm going to go in anyway. He didn't. Colts lost that game. And and they wound up going to the Super Bowl. And then we know what happened. Hank Basket, whatever. You know what? Let's talk about the good stuff. And, and the good stuff, those five, really six wins against the New England Patriots, stellar stuff. Always fun to beat Belichick. And the Colts have another opportunity to do that this Saturday night at Lucas Oil Stadium. And there's a lot on the line. Right now, the Patriots are the number one seed in the AFC. The Colts are the sixth seed. So they're on the inside. They're under the playoff tent. But if they lose, they could fall way down the pecking order in in the AFC, in the bid, their bid, to get a wild card spot. If the Patriots lose and the Bills win this weekend... The Bills still have a chance to win that AFC East crown. We'll see what happens. I think that the Patriots wind up 10-7 and this season. I think they're going to lose three of their next four, and their last four, including this game against the, uh, against the Colts. Colts, I think, have a chance. We saw last night, if you watched that game last night between the Rams and the Cardinals, can the Colts get the Cardinals out in Glendale, Arizona? I think they can. We'll see. That is a discussion for another day. That's a Christmas night game, for goodness sake. I'm used to watching the NBA on Christmas. Week from Saturday, we're watching football Christmas night. Michael Penix has transferred to the University of Washington, where he's going to play for his former offensive coordinator, Kalen DeBoer. Kalen DeBoer has taken the, the uh, UW job, and so Penix is going to go out there where almost... Undoubtedly, he's going to suffer some kind of catastrophic injury. We hope not, but he's going to suffer some kind of injury and be down for the count out in Washington. IU and Kansas, they're going to play a home-and-home in basketball. That's phenomenal. I love this. Beginning next season, the first game is going to be in Lawrence. Second second in the series is going to be in Bloomington. This is how college basketball is supposed to be scheduled. On-campus, Blue Bloods playing against each other. The way Kentucky does it sucks. It sucks for season ticket holders. It sucks for the students who buy season tickets 
Kentucky, they behave like they're a gift to the globe. They're not. They are a gift to the state of Kentucky. And great games between Kentucky and other programs like in Indiana, like a Kansas, like Michigan State, those ought to be played at Rupp Arena and the other campuses' home court. They're not, and that's life. John Calipari, that's the way he does business. He's very pragmatic, and he only cares about John Calipari. What are you going to do? Indiana, back in business, bringing great basketball to Simon Scott Assembly Hall, where students can enjoy it and participate in it as fans. Wonderful. Great. Scott Dolson, perfect. Kansas coming in. Last time, the only time that Indiana and Kansas have played over the last about quarter century, an Indiana win. See if anybody can remember who the star of this game was. Yeah, James Blackman Jr. scored 26. But who came off the bench to lift Indiana in really his only great minutes as an Indiana Hoosier, played for Indiana in parts of two seasons? It was Curtis White. He scored 15 points in 16 minutes, lifting the Hoosiers over the Jayhawks in the Armed Forces Classic. Curtis Jones, what a, like that's a name from a dim, dark past, isn't it? Uh, Caden Curry from Center Grove, the defensive lineman, he's committed to Ohio State. Chose Ohio State over Alabama and Indiana. Dead to me. Dead to me. Caden Curry. Now, who can blame him? You get a chance to go participate in that program. I don't blame him going out to Ohio State. Uh, Columbus, a wonderful place to play college football. Uh, I got nothing but love for Caden Curry. Good for him. Goga is going to the G League. Goga Batadza has been assigned to the G League where he has got to get more run than he's, he's gotten with the Pacers, and he's got to figure some things out. He's got to figure out, number one, how to play basketball, number two, how to be a professional, and number three, how to contribute toward the success of a team. He was drafted 18th overall by the Indiana Pacers, and the Pacers need more out of Goga Batadza than they have gotten. Goga is a great dude. Goga's story is outstanding. Goga was homeless for like 18 months in the former Soviet Republic of Georgia, war-torn Soviet Republic, former, and Goga, like his family on the street, he grows, he becomes a terrific basketball player, and the Pacers draft him. That can't be the final chapter to the Goga Patanza story. He needs to get his head together, needs to figure out how to play the game, and then come back to Indianapolis, you know, to the extent that, like, the, um, the G League affiliate of the Pacers is down here. But you know what I mean. Come back to the Pacers with a new commitment to team, to himself, and to the game of basketball. We'll see if that can happen. I hope for the best. I said that I thought Goga Batadza was going to be a, a, an all-star. So far, I... Don't believe that uh, I'm going to look very smart with that prognostication. What are you going to do? Yeah, we got the Christmas tree going. It's the holiday season. The Sterlings are big on the holidays. Julie decorated the tree last night. I put on the angel. I do the the stuff that Julie can't reach, which in this case is the, uh, even though it's kind of a shorty of a tree, the, uh, the angel on top. So there you go. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent Moore. A week-long festival of memories and uh, predictions 
and fun examination of matchups for the Patriots and the Colts. I cannot wait to talk to you then. All brought to you uh, by the great people at Today's Dentistry who do a phenomenal job cleaning, preparing your teeth for a lifetime of service. It's what they do. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.